Good evening, my friends. This is Paul Osborne, your host of the pilot episode of the brand new weekly podcast, Time for Change. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the primary goals of the show is to be thoughtful and sensitive. For those of you who've been through traumatic experiences, from time to time, some of the topics we cover might trigger some of those old memories. And as we wade into these dark waters, I want you to be forewarned so that you can prepare yourself for it. I therefore would like to ask you to keep in mind that even though I've been a Christian my entire life, and I'm somebody who cares very, very much about the state of affairs that we live in today, I'm not a professional counselor of any type. And as such, I lack the authority to tell you how to handle these things that we're going to cover, nor are my opinions or viewpoints or observations endorsed by anybody in any way. It just goes with the territory of a podcast like this that's being produced in a non-professional setting, and I just wanted you guys to be aware of that. Time for Change was created initially in response to the divisiveness affecting us in our daily lives. It focuses on current events, the events of today, and the bearing or the effect that they have on ourselves, our relationships, and pretty much every facet of our daily lives, and is presented from the perspective of a sinner who gave his heart to Jesus a long time ago. My friends, I let you know at the top of the show that some of the subject material we're going to delve into can carry a great emotional weight, and I want you guys to be prepared for that. Um, Tonight's topic was originally going to be about the power of the lie and what it can do to us and the impact that it's had on our lives, but I decided that I wanted to do it about something that I feel represents an even greater problem, a more immediate problem. Um, I'm talking about abuse. It is for this reason that even though I don't have the power to give this show a rating, I had in mind that it should be PG-13 because of the sensitive nature of the show in general, and tonight especially. And for those of you who have suffered traumatic experiences, specifically dealing with any kind of abuse, whether it be sexual, emotional, physical, or what have you, it is essential that you know about this beforehand. Recently in the news, um, there was a person in their 20s who it was a, a video logger or vlogger, somebody who uploads videos to the internet uh, to be viewed by the public in general, who was traveling across country with a companion um, and sadly came up missing. There was a call made before... I'm getting ahead of myself. A lot of you already know who I'm talking about because you follow the news and current events. I'm not going to name any names because I'm not going to give in to the temptation to point fingers or lay blame at anybody. I'm going to keep this generic for a reason. 
in any event, there was a phone call made to the authorities about domestic abuse. And when the authorities responded, instead of recognizing the signs, the procedures that were followed in this particular case led to the victim going missing and several days later being found dead in a national park. Honestly, does it get any more tragic than that? I watched another video on social media in which an individual claimed openly that they were a victim of sexual abuse and because abuse can take many forms it carries with it enough similar characteristics that this individual was easily and very quickly able to identify the signs of domestic abuse and so could a lot of others that this person was in contact with who apparently all share similar circumstances. In other words, they have been abused. Um, she didn't get into any specifics, and I wouldn't, even if I did know about them, because I just want to stick to the topic at hand. And as a victim of abuse myself, I can tell you that it is extremely traumatic and is completely tragic and utterly avoidable when people in positions of authority either abuse, and I'm not saying that that's what happened here, or misuse or are not appropriately trained for how to deal with or even trained to recognize the symptoms of the abuse that's carried out. Now, even though the person that was suspected by those who had been able to, been in a position to recognize the signs and had watched this unfold on national news, national media, um, there was a warrant issued for the arrest of this individual and they were taken into custody, but it doesn't address the bigger problem. This, in the eyes of not only myself, but the person whose broadcast that I watched on social media, a lot more needs to be done about this. And I can't tell you guys what to do, but the idea that was presented makes perfect sense to me. It's absolutely necessary, especially people in positions of authority or people who are in a position to do something about it, learn the signs and are sensitive to it. Because a lot of the stuff can be avoided. And there's a lot of people walking around right now that might otherwise be stopped. You know, the aggressors specifically. Um, maybe they'd be in jail. Maybe they would 
undergo counseling? I don't know. I can only speculate about this. The problem is, is that there's still such a stigma attached to getting any kind of mental health uh, assistance or, or help, which I can tell you from personal experience is absolutely ridiculous. There's no reason why it should be stigmatized because it's not bad to get the help you need. It's literally going to a doctor or, at the very least, a licensed clinical social worker who is still a mental health professional. If you get sick, you go see the doctor, you know, or you go to, you go to urgent care, you go to the hospital, you make a doctor's appointment. It's very simple. Now, I understand there's a lot of people out there that are ashamed of this, and they don't want it revealed that they're being abused, or that they're just, they have a natural inclination to not go see a doctor when they're not feeling well, preferring instead to lean on their own strength. I get that. I used to be the same way myself, but I can tell you from experience that this stuff doesn't go away on its own, folks. Um, and unless something changes, unless there's a major catalyst to affect the situation from the outside, abusers and aggressors, by and large, they do not change that much. Unless things escalate. Like they did in this situation. In the news. But that's just one... Not solution, but it would certainly help the situation as a whole. If, if those of us who were being abused had the willpower to rise up and instead of allowing the situation to escalate into something that would result in somebody being harmed or even killed, we get the help we need and the, those who are in a position to do something about it, they recognize the signs. You know, whether it's a physical fight and the cops are called, as I believe was the case in this particular instance, that made national headlines, or if it's something subtle, you know, somebody in a position of authority, maybe somebody you know, maybe somebody that you have a relationship with for some reason, whether it be a teacher or a counselor or a neighbor or whoever, they continually put you down or worse, do something else and you go to the cops or you go to a mental health professional and you have it dealt with. It's essential. See, the thing I keep coming back to is the this whole particular individual episode that I'm talking about could have been avoided. I'm convinced of that. And, and it's not just because I watched a person who said the same thing. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I've been down this road. I know that when, whether it be an authority figure or a counselor or just somebody who cares about you, 
maybe those of you who are listening to this podcast right now know somebody who's being abused and you don't know what to do about it. Well, there's an old adage that I can't remember who said it, and I should, because it's a great quote. It's that evil is allowed to continue when good people do nothing. And instead of doing, instead of recognizing the signs and responding differently than what they had, the situation was allowed to escalate and a person died as a result. And now somebody else is going to jail, you know. And this is on top of all that unnecessary abuse that could have been prevented had those who were in a position to do something about it had actually known what to do. Um... So, again, even though I'm not going to tell you how you should respond, I can only give you ideas and maybe inspire you to act. Um, Whether you recognize the signs and you talk to that person that you suspect is being mistreated in some way, shape, or form, or if you talk to somebody else, maybe you, maybe you, it's not in your interest to talk to that person because it would be awkward or embarrassing and maybe they wouldn't wish to tell you about it in the first place. So you talk to somebody who might be able to do something about it. Maybe you talk to an adult. Maybe you talk to your husband or wife. Maybe you talk to your counselor. You know, you don't have to confront the victim directly. But there are almost always, there is almost always something that can be done. And if you're in a position of authority and you can put a stop to it, would you not want to be able to recognize the signs so that you would be empowered to do something about it? Maybe some of you out there would start a podcast that specifically deals with this topic instead of one like this that only focuses on a particular issue for one or maybe a couple episodes at the most. Um, You would start something that followed a common theme in an attempt to get victims to come forward or people in positions of positions of influence or authority to become the catalyst and affect the necessary changes to put an end to the abuse or even something worse. I'd like to end with this. Um, as somebody who has confronted their aggressor directly, I know how futile that can be, and I know that under the right circumstances, such as maybe when an outside influence is a factor, like alcohol, or bringing somebody into the situation who has a conflict of interest because maybe it's somebody you know and somebody they know 
who is doing the abuse and they are not in a position to do something about it, it can make things go from bad to worse. Um, the, the bottom line is that there's still always something that can be done. There's almost always somebody you can talk to, especially now in this day and age when communication is literally everywhere. It's ubiquitous. We've got the internet. We've got cell phones. We've got, you know, neighbors. I think I'm going to include a phone number and a website for victims of domestic abuse or abuse in general when I upload this podcast tonight because maybe it'll make a difference. Maybe some of you out there are in a position to respond in a capacity that could only help the situation. So that will, that is my hope, and I believe I will do that. Good night, my friends. Stay safe out there.